Wherever you are in the world today, this is Valerie Molyneux, president and founder of Vitfriends Vitiligo Support Group. We want to say a pleasant good afternoon wherever you are in the world. Uh, I am located and um, coming to you live out of Boston, Massachusetts, where it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fall day. Uh, it's 50 degrees, and we're uh, just experiencing wonderful fall weather. If you know anything about this part of the world, the foliage, the beauty of God's handiwork is being experienced this weekend, and so it's a wonderful afternoon to sit in conversation with a very, very, very special uh, person. Uh, I'd like to pause at the moment, and we'll be back to you in just a moment. Thank you. Again, welcome. This is Valerie Molyneux, and it certainly is a pleasure, a delight to do another one of these live broadcasts. Uh, We wanted to take this day, uh, Columbus Day, when everyone is, uh, most everyone, I would imagine, has the day off and you're relaxing and enjoying the weather. And um, I wanted to go live to a very special person uh, in the person of Reverend Dr. Wallace Henry. Dr. Wallace, are you there? I am here. I am here. Hello, Valerie. How are you, ladies and gentlemen? I, oh, we, I we, am we doing great. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We made it. We're here. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, and for those of you who are listening in today, Technology has a mind of its own, and so we had scheduled this clock, and as you can see from your time, here in Boston, uh, on the eastern side of the world, it is now 3.04. I'm happy to have, again, as my special guest today, Reverend Dr. Wallace Henry. And let me just give you a little, he's going to give a bio, but I just wanted to let folks know this wonderful young man found the Bit Friends. I checked the date again and noted that he first uh, checked in on our website and on our Facebook page September of 2015, and he's been a family member ever since. And so it is my pleasure now to introduce and to get first off a bio from Reverend Dr. Wallace Henry. Go ahead. So happy to have you, finally. So glad to be here. Thank you so much, Valerie. Um, I'm just, just pleased to be a part of um, Vit Friends. And um, again, Reverend Dr. Wallace Henry, I'm the assistant pastor at Enlight Ministries and a, a special education administrator here in the Washington, D.C. area at the wonderful XL Academy for Girls in Southeast D.C. I am uh, the youngest of eight children, um, grew up here in Washington, D.C., a product of D.C. public schools, and have just been a resident now of Silver Spring, and began this journey um, in 2013. And so mm-hmm. I am um, so excited just to to launch our 
Metro DC group branch of BitFriends, and um, just glad to be here with you today, Valerie. Wonderful. So delighted to have you, and I was going to forge my way, come what they say, hello, high water, to make sure this <laughs> happens today, and so I'm honored to have you. So you're saying, going back to your original introduction to vitiligo, you were first diagnosed in 2013, is that what I heard? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, it was and what, in 2000. What's your family history like? Tell us about your family history. Is there? You, did you know about vitiligo? I had. I I knew about vitiligo, but I did not have any family members with vitiligo. What was What was interesting is when I was in high school, I was working at an immunogenetics lab at Howard University, and part of what um, our researcher, Dr. Georgia Dunstan, was doing was doing research around vitiligo. And she actually asked me to, if my family would be willing to participate. At that time, um, I couldn't really get the support of the family to do it and had no idea um, some 20-something years later that I would be dealing with vitiligo. So I was, I was aware of it but didn't really know too much about it other than just seeing individuals with it and, and knowing that it was a skin condition. Uh-huh. You're a man of faith. So when you were first diagnosed, what did you do? How did you handle? What, where did you go? The first thing that I wanted to do um, after dealing with, um, I, I, I knew it wasn't um, something that was going to kill me or that was really going to uh, be, the biggest thing would be just the, the, um, and, and I was my, the question was, what am I going to end up looking like? Or am I going to lose all my pigmentation? What's the pro- progress going to be like? But um, being a man of faith, I looked at it as another another challenge that I was here to deal with and to move through, which is why I ultimately re- reached out and was, began looking on the Internet for support groups and for um, just researching vitiligo in general what types of uh, cures were out there, or what types of treatment were in place, and I came across this friends. Mm-hmm. When you were diagnosed, what did your, did your doctor direct you to a support group? Was there a support group in Washington? Uh, what sort of treatment did he introduce you to at that time? When I was diagnosed, the only treatment I was introduced to was the light therapy, and initially I, I chose not to pursue that and uh, was not referred to a support group of any kind, but um, was familiar with, with support groups, and so I really was, began, that's why I began looking for one. And when I saw that there wasn't one, uh, my idea was, okay, then I'm going to have to create one because mm. I know with all the people that I see around, I'm not the only one that's dealing with this, but I really wanted to connect with others that were dealing with the same challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, and so in Googling, you happen to find BitFriends, and what were your thoughts about this group that you stumbled upon? I was really really excited and it was um it was an answer prayer and it was definitely a divine connection just because how things fell in place uh meeting you and meeting meeting um pat and 
just how how we how we began this work because um, I was just willing to do to jump in and support whatever way that I could because as I was learning, I wanted to be connected and to to be a benefit to the organization. Uh-huh. Well, it was like I said. I went back. I did my research, looked through, um, and found that you came on board. It came in in September of 2015, and I could tell you. You as well, for us, was a godsend because we had this whole idea and be- began this discussion about going to D.C. And God puts you right in the path of the storm, uh, us stormy women that needed and were <laughs> looking for some help, and God sent you. And I, I tell you, you, I want to honor you today by saying that you were truly a blessing, and you were sent at the right time because here we were beginning plans for this rally on D.C., and we wanted someone that could help us, was right in in the city, and could get some things for us. And how did you um, begin this work for us? Tell the folks what you began to do for us. I began to... uh, Look for a hotel space. Uh, followed up on the permit to for us to yes. be on Capitol Hill, and so yes. when I looked at the options, I wanted to get the most prominent location, and so we were right in the south on the south lawn of the Capitol. Um, so the mm-hmm. Capitol was our backdrop, and so I thought this would be great to um, showcase and to give voice to to our cause and to our organization. And it was it was well, we it was can't... it was such a uh, I want to say a labor of love just because even at the time we none of us had met other than by phone but it, <laughs> it was just a definite connection and you knew yeah. that it was um, God ordaining this process yeah. because it, it, it was there were there whatever hurdle came in front of us. We just kind yeah. of moved right through it, and it, it was such a wonderful weekend, and it just oh, blessed God. my soul to really to meet everyone, to be oh. in the energy of the space, and to yeah. hear the stories, and it just really empowered me and said, yes, this is definitely what I want to be a part of and want to help and want others to have the same experience that I had coming into a group that is was so welcoming and just so knowledgeable and just willing to, to be of support and to share love. Yeah. Well, listen, when we gather, you know, not knowing each other, seeing each other, and, and all our communication to that point was on the phone, yet we gelled as if we knew each other. <laughs> what an incredible thing. And then Friday night, what was your take? What was your take on Friday night when the mass, the masses, the bodies start coming down the hallway? What was your, what was your feeling? I was, I was just amazed. I was so amazed at the strength um, from the different testimonies, and it really just, um, it, it told me I was in the right place, and mm. I was just, just so moved by so much and. Whatever fear, anxiety that I had just kind of dissipated, just being in that yeah. space and the power of us coming together. And just I learned so much 
and made so many wonderful connections. I, I think my Facebook friend group um, tripled. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, it, I tell yeah, you, Friday so night, that banquet, what a feeling of just uh, family. A feeling family. and a sense exactly. of family, yeah. Yes. Let me back up a little bit because I, I, we need to tell folks this. And if you're out there listening, again, this is Bits Friends coming to you live today in conversation with Reverend Dr. Wallace Henry III of Washington, D.C. And you said something, uh, Wallace, that really, really touched me um, because you had a head full of hair. You know where I'm going with this. Yes. <laughs> Tell us at what point. Tell us that story. Tell the folks that story. It blessed me. Okay. As we were preparing, uh, I think I did it maybe in, in early April, as we were preparing preparing for the rally, I thought about, um, because my vitiligo right now is pretty much on my um, upper body, and I had a few patches on my face but not really noticeable, um, but in my head were the largest yes. patches. And so normally I would cut my hair every year from April to my birthday in September, and I had stopped doing that because of the vitiligo, and I didn't want, I didn't know what it would look like. Uh, all I could see was just the white patches, and it was just, it was a, a sense of fear and uh, about just exposing it. I had gone through a period where I was, I was putting on, um, on makeup to cover the spots on my face, mm. but then it had stopped that. And then as we were preparing for the rally, I was like, I can't, and I'm, I'm just not a person that allows um, anything to hold me hostage or to, to keep me in a mm. space of fear. And so yeah. I said, I am going to cut my hair and do what I've always done and embrace mm. fully uh, my vitiligo and to move forward in spite of it. And so yeah. I shaved my hair. It was such a, a liberating experience, and it empowered me so much. And um, I just enjoyed my summer with my bald head. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and received oh so, so much support Compliment. from friends yeah. and family around it. And uh, it, was, it was just great. It was great. I was like, as, as we're coming to the Capitol to rally I was like, I can't go there in fear. And it, it was my my declaration that, okay, this is my vitiligo. Yes, yes. I like that, my declaration. You're declaring a thing that, listen, I'm free. It's my yes. thing. I'm going to live <laughs> in it. I'm going to walk in it. This is my thing, declaring it. I love that. Totally, totally love that. What liberation whether it's your hair, whether it's makeup, whether, you know, for me it was taking off that makeup, uh, you know, so I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know the feeling. Uh, again, I said it already and I said again, what a wonderful job you did for us pulling all that together that um, we knew that it was in good hands. Didn't meet the person, but look at the connection. We knew that it was in good hands. <laughs> We had no worries. Everything was just lining up. And so, again, I expressed from the entire uh, body uh, a complete thank you. And then to your church. Uh, and then lately I've been watching um, watching the clips um, on Facebook. You guys do Facebook Live, so I get a little bit of that every now and then. Um, 
to Bishop um, Cheeks, please extend again a heartfelt thank you for just being there. He was at the Capitol with us, you know. Yes. He didn't abandon <laughs> you, uh, you know. What a support. And so we truly expressed to him and the young woman that was with him a sincere thank you. Moving on to the next thing. Um, again, there was no and had not been ever before, I would imagine, a vitiligo support group in D.C. And you had this thought, I would do it. So where were you in the process? Tell us a little about that and anybody that's going to hear this after this recording or listen to it now in the D.C., in the uh, Virginia, uh, Maryland area. Tell them what is happening in the metro D.C. area. Well, right now we do have a support group that is available and open to any and everyone um, that is either dealing with vitiligo or that is a friend of someone that's dealing, friend of family or someone dealing with vitiligo. Mm -hmm. We, we launched our first meeting in August. I think it was the third week in August. And we're going to be meeting every other month. Our next meeting is going to take place um, Saturday, October 29th at 2 p.m. And it's going to be at the Petworth Neighborhood Library. The information will be posted on um, our website. And mm -hmm. it's going to be from 2 to 4. We're going to have refreshments, a guest speaker, sharing, and support. Uh, and at this point, I'm I'm really thinking about us either rotating the group to the different um, neighborhoods in D.C. Or, mm -hmm. and really having a strong advocacy arm, but then also providing just a space for, for individuals to come and to share and to be supported. And so yeah. it's really, really important for that to happen. We had, we had some wonderful um, founding members that came out for our first meeting, and we held that at the Martin Luther King Jr. Library. Uh, and so this time we're going a little further uptown to Petworth, the neighborhood. I'm still accessible by Metro. It's a, like two blocks from the Petworth Metro station. And we're going to be at the library in the conference room and just looking forward to having a great time and really Wonderful. expanding our group and expanding our reach to more and more individuals. I really like that idea. I never thought about that, moving it from – what you're saying, moving it from neighborhood to neighborhood, is that the yes. idea? Yes. That is beautiful. Just to get, get more individuals to come, come out to, to make it accessible. Spot. Yeah. We need to share that with the whole team. That is a beautiful idea. That is a great idea. And I know that um, Vicki Tihot, she um, is between that area, and um, I know that she is hoping to work with you. And so we're looking forward to great things coming out of D.C. Um, whatever we can do to help, we're here as your support to help you to build your community. You know, the goal is not just to house a little group in your neighborhood and that's it. We want to branch out. We want to reach. There's so many communities with no support. Yeah. And yeah. that's the idea of, of uh, what we're doing. What do you think the future's like for um, the vitiligo, the global vitiligo community? From what you've seen from D.C., what you've heard in the wind, what do you see for this community? I could tell you personally that my greatest desire over the years was to see this word come to life in our community, and it's called unity. What are you thinking? What are you feeling in the spirit? 
I'm feeling that it's it's definitely going to um, be more and more of a disease that is understood and that there's more and more awareness about it. And so and I, I'm so thankful to be a part of one of the arms that's going to help to make that happen. The more that we are talking about it and the more that we are visible, um, I think more and more people will feel comfortable um, asking about it or so it's it, goes from being that thing to something with a name and something that they understand. And um, because it's, I mean, we've every, everyone can say that they've seen it, but they've not really been able to, to say what it is. And the more that we talk about it and the more that we do things like this, the more rallies that we have and the more um, information that's out there, I think it's really going to take off. And as we fight to, um, secure funding for research. I think that is going to really be huge for us in terms of, I mean, we're, we're following in the, the same footsteps and the, the same challenges that other diseases had to fight to get funding for. But I think yeah. what um, is going to really, is what's really propelling us is that um, God, is, God is moving <laughs> through us and developing uh, strong leaders and putting people in our path that's going to help open those doors for us. And so the doors are just opening up all over the place. I just, I, yeah. I, I think about the, the music of, um, of Viddy and just making, yeah. put it, putting our story to music. And that, that is yeah. just so wonderful. We were, we were at the dermatology yeah. conference last month and um, seeing the, the wonderful folks that were there and, you know, just being able to be at the table yeah. and to, to put a face to vitiligo. And so um, we, we're and definitely tell going folks, to... Con- tell, the, tell the folks, if you will, what conference you're talking about, the AAD. Tell them a little about that. We have about a couple of minutes left. Go ahead. Tell them about the conference you had the honor of going to representing us. This was the 2016 AADA, which is the... Academy for Dermatology, uh, the legislative conference that they hold every year. And so what, what they do is um, they get together, gather dermatologists from across the country, prepare them to go on Capitol Hill and to advocate and to, to um, meet with different House and Senate members to talk about um, funding, to talk about the challenges, to prove access for treatments, to promote public health and to provide regulatory relief, those were some of the the um, main targets for this year's conference. And so we um, spent two days getting updates uh, from different uh, different folks from the, from the Hill, and then we actually went to the Hill and from room to office to office sharing the story. So they, they paired us into um, groups according to our states, and so we went in as constituents to be heard and to yeah. share the challenges. And everyone um, really had a united uh, front in terms of what we were asking for. So the message was delivered the same way and just complemented with different stories. And so we had the chance to share and put a face to the Delago and several groups that were there from Florida and also from Maryland here. And it was, it was just a great opportunity just to network with many of the dermatologists and see what the challenges are to see what's being discussed in terms of what yeah. what what providers are dealing with and 
with us pairing with them, that really gives strength to what they're saying because we are we are the patients, and so That's we true. become patient advocates. And so that was that was a really powerful piece to add to their conference. And so they were very welcoming to all of us that were there as uh, patients. And it was probably a, a a at least about 50 or so individuals in the room with different types of conditions that um, they were dealing with, but. It was just it was just very very wonderful experience to sit alongside of the dermatologists and to really um, go in and work in collaboration with them on the hill. Well, we were so happy that you were able to go, uh, Vicky and others that were able. Um, Denise out of um, Indiana was able to go and represent us, and so listen, it's this coming together, it's this unification. And will that will bring about the change that we're looking for? The funding to have people to really learn what this condition is all about is the goal, and so it's happening. It's happening yes. slowly. Yes, but yes, it's yes. Happening. Yes, it's happening. Yeah. Well, again, we applaud your efforts. Um, we are looking forward to working more closely with you. Uh, we announced on the Capitol. Uh, in June, where we'll be going for next year. And I want to tell you, I can't let all of the cat out of the bag, but I'm telling you, if we thought we saw something in D.C., what these folks have planned for us, and they have... Oh, my. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, they had me oh my. in on the discussion. <laughs> let me tell you, they had me in on the discussion, Kim and the folks in Detroit. They had me in on the discussion from A to Z, and I'm telling you, folks, get ready for an exciting, dynamic time in D.C. They, they're going to try to compete with uh, Dr. Wallace and the folks that will be then in, in D.C., but, um, yeah, they, they're really pulling together, and we are going to encourage folks now. Begin to save. Begin to put it aside. You do not want to miss Detroit. The stuff that's planned is going to be absolutely fantastic. I Dr. Can't Wallace, wait. <laughs> 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes, that's all we've got. And we're down to that wire now. And I want to say, I'll give you the last word. What's your last word? If somebody was diagnosed today with vitiligo, whether they're in D.C., Detroit, Minnesota, what do you want to tell them right now? I want, them to tell, I want them to know that there is an option and there is support that's available to them, that there are wonderful organizations under the banner of Vit Friends here in D.C. and across the country. Please reach out to us um, via our Facebook account or to our vitfriends.org, and just, just take, a, take the moment to really take care of yourself and connect yourself with support. We're here to support all of our brothers and sisters, no matter what race or, or, or color that you are or, or whatever, just come and be supported. You do not have to walk this path alone. There are people that are here to support and to walk with you. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience to be able to experience the love and support of your brothers and sisters. There's a whole nation that's here to support you. So I welcome you and ask you to, to reach out to, to each of us. Well, Dr. Wallace, I thank you for that last word. And 
We shall do this again. This is just the first one, but we will do this again. May God bless you. Thank you for your time today. Bless you as well. well. Thank you. God bless. Thanks. God bless. Bye-bye. This was an incredible time sharing in conversation with Reverend Dr. Wallace of Washington, D.C. Again, he is our leader in the metro D.C. area, and that support group is available to you. If you need to reach them, please call 844-374-3639. Or you can reach them uh, on our website. There's a page. Uh, org or on our Facebook page. We love you. We say to you, if you need to connect, we're here for you 24-7. We love you. And again, this is Valerie, your host today, president and founder of Bit Friends. Reach us. Thank you. Good night.